Hey everybody, Ty here with Dan and Tone from the Upper Decker Podcast. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Chumps to Champs. These guys absolutely kill it when it comes to fantasy football, and I'd be willing to bet that if you're, uh, you're a football fan, there's a good chance you follow baseball as well. And if that's the case, we want you to finish up this episode and then head on over to the Upper Decker Podcast. We cover all things baseball, so whether you want to hear about the latest on-the-field action, listen to breakdowns of trades and signings, or learn about some crazy baseball history, we've got a little something for everyone. We are going to drop some knowledge on you and hopefully give you a few laughs in the process. If you want to check us out, we're available on all your streaming platforms. We'd also encourage you to follow us at Upper Decker Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of this episode of Chumps to Champs. Woo! What's up, champs? Danny and Matt are here to do a pop-up bonus uh, 12-team mock draft. Matt, how are you? Doing pretty good, Danny. It's always nice when it becomes mock season. Yeah, sorry, Scott. And uh, Scott had work, and we decided to hop on here and talk talk about the show and whatnot. We said, you know, let's bring the uh, let's bring the chumps some quality mock draft time. It's still early, but can't get enough of this. Uh, we're gonna do a twelve team mock draft right now. Matt, you ready to randomize the uh, draft order for yourself and myself? Just randomized it. Ready for this? Yeah, yeah. What we got? You are picking first. No shit, really. Overall, yes. And I am sitting at ten, which I most years I seem to really like to be at the end of the order and getting the quick uh, second round pick on the turn. And ten's never a bad spot. But this year I want to be early. I don't know why. I feel like there's a lot there's a lot of good players at the end of the second, and then I want that early third round pick. Mm-hmm. I think it's because wide receivers seem so deep this year. There's a lot of talent out there in new places and a lot of I think you can find a lot of value. So I, I don't, we'll, we'll see what happens at 10, but I'm not loving it. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um, wide receivers seem deep and you can find good like middle of the line running backs. I feel like that's kind of deep. I feel like quarterbacks are shallow. There's not a ton of guys after like the top seven that I really enjoy. So that might be something I'm going to wait on here, but. Yeah, I'm not sure. I might change up my approach a little bit. Uh, I do think there's still a lot of good value at running back, but last year I was big with like the three, four with Todd Gurley and David Johnson, and those didn't pan out. So I kind of want to spend early on running backs this year. Mm -hmm. So explain to the listeners what the format of this is. I said it's a 12 team, but what else uh, we got for this draft? We're we're pretty straight 12 team, half PPR, snake. Um, no real surprises here. Uh, rosters are quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, two flexes. So I guess instead of three wide receivers and one flex, we're, we're throwing an extra flex in there with two wide receivers, kicker defense, and a handful of bench spots that uh, we'll see if you guys are still listening when we get to those. Yeah, it's going to be good, but uh, 60 seconds per pick. Um, I'll run through the picks in between myself and Matt and it's kind of nice that I'm separated from him I'm at one year at 10 that could not have gone better in the randomizer but whenever you're ready let's blast off yeah okay we'll go ahead and start this thing if I can find the button for it and we are rolling baby well 101 I'm not going to overthink this is going to be Christian McCaffrey for me PPR standard he gets the ball a ton he's hyper talented I think he's half a PPR back. 
half PPR, excuse me, half PPR. You, you mentioned both formats besides what we're doing. <laughs> well, I mean, he, said, I mean, he said PPR yeah. standard. <laughs> he, he stretches all formats. Um, uh, I got gotcha. that's, that's what I was going for, apparently. But Christian McCaffrey is the guy I'm going with. Um, after me, it went Derek Henry, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb. Tyreek Hill, Ezekiel Elliott, and now it is Matt's pick. Matt, what are you thinking? Oh, I don't love it here. Um, the one that's screaming to me on the board right now is Aaron Jones, but with Green Bay not the whole Aaron Rodgers saga going on right now, a lot of uncertainty there. But I again think there's gonna be a lot of good wide receivers back at me early in the second. Um, and if all the wide receivers I like are gone, probably gonna be Kelsey, who's basically a wide receiver. So I'm going to make the pick of Aaron Jones right now with the assumption Aaron Rodgers is going to be back. And you know what? Scratch that. I'm going with Jonathan Taylor and that stud O-line in yeah. Indy and go with that. Aaron Hopefully Jones might come White. back to you too. You never know here. Let's see. Oh my goodness. Oh, he got oh. sniped right before the turn. So when Jonathan Taylor to Matt, then Hopkins digs Metcalf ah, then Aaron Jones. Yeah, he went uh, just before me. I don't mind it because of the Aaron Rodgers uncertainty, and I was never an Aaron Jones truther. So now I'm kind of between Travis Kelsey still there. I never take tight ends this early, but he is definitely the exception to the rule. Um, A.J. Brown's still there. I got to take him now if I want him. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'm just going to throw that rock in my tight end spot. Very atypical of me, but what do we always say, Danny? Mock drafts are here to try new things, and I'm trying new things. See what my roster looks like with a tight end early. I I like the Travis Kelsey. I was hoping Kittle was going to come back to me at that turn, but when Travis Kelsey to Matt, then Akers, Eckler, A.J. Brown, Calvin Ridley, Joe Mixon, George Kittle, Justin Jefferson, and then Antonio Gibson went right before me. Mm-hmm. See, so, a lot of these guys is what I hate about picking late in the first is like Joe Mixon, Justin Jefferson, Antonio Gibson. They all go into the second. There's going to be a handful of guys I like that go early in the third before it comes back to me. I just I hate late draft spots this year. Yeah, um, I'm pretty excited about at the last pick of the second round getting Michael Thomas. Um, he. Some people would argue he was the 101 last year. I think he's going to bounce back, especially with Jameis Winston throwing the thing around. I'm going to go with Michael Thomas here. And then I get a follow-up pick, and I'm torn now. Uh, Keenan Allen is a baby bubble of mine for this year, for sure. But I do like the idea of getting a second running back. So do I pass up on Keenan McAllensbury for someone like DeAndre Swift? or Chris Carson still there, or even Najee Harris, Matt. Quickly, I've got 37 seconds. What do you think of Najee Harris? Would you take him here? He's going to get oh, a ton of work. Yeah. A ton of work in Pittsburgh. It's it's tough. I don't know my thoughts on this rookie yet, but yeah, I mean, third round is a lot right. less to ask than the first round. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire of last year. But by the way, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is still there, and we were just kind of talking him up this year. I, I think I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift, though. Um, I'm liking him. I think you or Scott, one of you two, convinced me more of DeAndre Swift on our last show. I'm going to go with Swift here to get my yeah, second. I, I think people are counting out Detroit as a whole early this year. I think Swift could have a big year, especially with carry on gone. Yeah. After Swift, it went Allen Robinson, oh. Allen Robinson, 
Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, Sanders, McLaurin, Mahomes, first quarterback off the board, J.K. Dobbins, Najee Harris, and then uh, Robert Woods. Now to Matt. So what do you think? See, that's all my my depth wide receivers this year that I like happened in the two three turn. Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin. I love all those guys. Mike Evans and is I was still just, there. I was nowhere. I don't like Mike Evans that much. Too much <laughs> going on in Tampa Bay. Too many moving parts. Um, Oh, I am in a rough spot here. I I think I'm going to go ahead and just snag Clyde Edwards Hilaire here because I think it's going to be. You already got Kelsey. Are you sure you want that two Chiefs? I know sometimes you. Mm. Chris Carson's Mm. right there, too. I'm just doing it's a high powered offense. I think it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Mike Evans, Chris Carson, Julio Jones, and then Chris Godwin now back to Matt. Okay, I need a wide receiver pretty badly. <laughs> pretty, pretty yeah. bad. Pretty, pretty badly. I'm running backs. Somebody who's on the board right now that I really like this year so far is Miles Gaskin. You'll see that in my uh, draft of uh, risers and fallers. He's definitely a riser for me. They didn't add anybody new. I really want him. But I got two running backs. Need a wide receiver. And I'm going to go. Oh, against my better judgment with Galladay's talent. I think Galladay in the fourth is a steal. If he was still on the same team as last year, he would have been fringe first round, eh, probably second round wide receiver. But I think he's a steal in the fourth with his talent, and he's going to be the man there. So after Galladay went to Matt, it went Josh Allen, Darren Waller, David Montgomery, Cooper. Is that Deontay Johnson? Wow. CD Lamb, DJ Moore, and then TJ Hawkinson. Oh, Hawkinstada. Ooh, hawk strap. That's then, early for Hawkinson in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. There's a few wide receivers. So I already got McCaffrey and Swift. I got Michael Thomas there. I'm not really. Oh, Kyler Murray staring at me there, though, as an elite quarterback. In the fifth and fourth. I got the fourth and the fifth round. I got 20 seconds left. I want one of these wide receivers, but which one of these wide receivers do I want, Matt? I just don't know. I still think Adam Thielen's got it in the tank, though. Um, Justin Jefferson was a breakout star, but I'm gonna take Adam Thielen here. And then I I don't know what I want to do between Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. I think I'm gonna take one of these two at the top of the fifth. Ah, uh, I think I'm going to go with, am I going to go with Kyler Murray over Lamar Jackson here? Am I really going to do that? I kind I think I'm going to do it. What what I'll say is we've kind of harped on this in previous podcasts, but I think Ravens are going to have to rely on Lamar Jackson, but Arizona's offense might just be scoring a lot more than Baltimore's offense. Um, Arizona's offense might be relied on more to score as an offense to win games. So I kind of like Kyler Murray. I agree. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do it. You've convinced me. Kyler Murray to my team. And then it was Josh Jacobs, Prescott, Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, Mark Andrews, Cooper Cup. Oh, baby. Fall, baby. Lockett, yeah. Chase Edmonds. And then someone that Matt was eyeballing for sure. Who? Yeah. I was just talking about how I like Miles Gaskin this year. And yeah. he was at the, dra- the top of the draft board for a while now. And he fell to me. Um, I think fifth round is very appropriate. I'm liking my running backs. I got Gaskin, Edwards, Hilaire, and Jonathan Taylor um, came back around to me um, early in the sixth. And 
looking at uh, probably adding a wide receiver at this point. Odell Beckham's still on the board. What do you think Ooh, about that, yeah. Danny? I really do like that, especially at the beginning of the sixth round. I was thinking about him in the Adam Thielen time that when I picked Adam Thielen, I was talking about Adam Thielen, Cooper Cup, and then Odell Beckham because I think he's going to be fine. He's an elite talent. And, you, I mean, you like rooting for the Browns. They, It's their time. And Odell Beckham, it's a good bounce back situation. Let's just do it. I like the man. So I should say that after Matt picked Gaskin, it went Mostert, Lamar Jackson, T. Higgins, Ayuk, and then he just took Beckham. Then it went James Robinson, Travis. It could Etienne. be an absolute steal in the six if the next pick really does stay at wide receiver. Like oh, um, Mike Davis went. That's who I was wanting right there. Oh went God. Etienne, then uh, David Johnson, then who's that? Devonta Harris, right? Yeah. Oh, da- Damien. Damian, Damian Harris, Aaron Rodgers, Cortland Sutton, Mike Davis, Chris Claypool. I think people are finally sniffing out Mike Davis. Some of these mock drafts early in the year, nobody knew about Mike Davis or even really Miles Gaskin, and they are they're getting they're getting priced appropriately now. Oh my gosh, this is there is definitely a clear cut line uh, when it comes to running backs right now. So I'm going to go over to wide receiver. <laughs> and I'm going to take DJ Chark. I think with Trevor Lawrence, that's going to be fine. DJ Chark is going to be fine there with a better quarterback. But good God, what do I do here now? This is gross. Like, none of this is DJ Chark going to be fine. DJ Chark, I think he'll be okay with Trevor Lawrence. I think he'll be all right. What if Trevor Lawrence doesn't like him? Oh, then he's not going to be fine. I, you're right about that. What if he likes Marvin Jones? I thought you were Marvin Jones truther. I do like Marvin. I do like me some Marvin Jones. I forgot what if he, he likes LaVisca Chenault. I, a lot of people are saying weapons. he's going to like LaVisca, but oh man. No one at tight ends really inspiring confidence. Do I go with I'm going to go with Ronald Jones here and it does not feel good because there's so many running backs there, but in the Seventh round getting Ronald Jones. I'll take that. Oh, Ronnie J. And then after Ronald Jones went Russell Wilson, Goddard, Moss, Fant. Fant, really there? Smith Schuster, Fournette, Herbie Hancock, Robbie Anderson, and then now it's Matt's turn. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the situation where I can pick anybody with who I've drafted so far. Um kind of like Debo Samuel. Yeah, but I, I, I just don't know. So he's in San Francisco. Who else they got there right now, Danny? In San Francisco, Ayuk. Yeah, and, I don't... And he got taken already. Ayuk and then Kittle's the big stud in San Francisco, really. He's what going to be the third wide receiver there, if you count Kittle as a receiving weapon. Oh, Will I picked Fuller. Will Fuller. <laughs> <laughs> Pivoted at the last second. Um, Whoops. Uh, uh, I clicked You're the fastest one. For me. Yeah, I'm fine <laughs> with it. I'll I'll find a reason to like my pick now. Um, yeah, Wilfrell. Who else is in there in Miami this year? Um, maybe he's just good. It's Devonte Parker. I know that much, and he seems and to be available late in drafts. And Waddle. Waddle just got added. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like Will Fuller in the seventh, but I got him now. He's my boy. <laughs> so we're gonna move on. I um, love it. That's so perfect. Oh, Waddle. Oh, fuck. This is not the right pick. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Um, I'd like to add some depth at running back, but as Danny stated, there is a defined line here. 
trying to find some something here before I run out of time on the clock. I'm just going to go with my quarterback now because I don't know what else to do and grab Joe Burrow. You I love like Joe Burrow, him. though. Yeah. I, I love him. Uh, he's my this year Herbie Hancock, and they're not even really compared. Oh, God damn it. Okay, sorry. So Matt took Burrow, then Kenyon Drake, James Conner, Brandon Cooks, Devin Singletary, Curtis Samuel, the guy who I wanted to take, gone. Jalen Hurts, and then the other guy, Jamar Chase, gone. Jarvis Landry. So here I am, my thumb on my butt because I didn't take the guy. Ugh. This this sucks. Okay, so I already have my quarterback. Wide receiver. Real quick, Matt, are you noticing that Robert Tunyon is listed as a wide receiver and tight end for Green Bay on here? Yeah, is that gonna I, continue? You know, on? I'll I'll admit some ignorance here. I don't I don't know the whole story on Tunyon right now. I saw he's fallen down some draft boards and now he's getting listed as a wide receiver too. Like there has to be something going on with him, and I just don't know what it is at the moment. Apparently, I am. Oh, no, those guys are pretty good, too. Okay, I'm going to take a wide receiver here, and it's going to be Corey Davis of the New York. I like Jets. it. Yeah, I think that's going to be fine. Um, Now I'm going to go. I, I'm going to I'm going to do my tight end here. I'm at the ninth round. There is a couple of them. I will. I really want to take Kyle Pitts here, Matt, but it's too soon, right? Logan yeah, Thomas would be soon. the smart little Logan Thomas would be the smarter pick here or Robert Tunyon, I feel. But I really want to take Kyle Pitts here, Matt. I'm not doing it. Kyle Pitt. Yeah, all right. I'm going Logan Thomas here. Oh, I man. do like I like Logan Thomas. Oh, and then Tunyon gets sicky. Pitts. There goes Pitts. Oh, man. I started a string of these, Matt. I would not be happy if I not, did not take a tight end because they went off the board. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, out of those. Those four that just went in the ninth, I like Logan Thomas the best, but I think Kyle Pitts obviously is hyped like a monster right now. Um, I'm going to dive down my draft board a little bit. I still only have three wide receivers, three running backs. Running backs are getting kind of tough um, to navigate right now, so I'm just going to wait and grab some some depth upside later on. Devontae Parker's at the top of my wide receiver board, but I already went in on Will Fuller, so I can't do that. Um, Will Fuller is my boy now. LaVisca <laughs> Chenault's there, but apparently, according to Danny, DJ Chark is the man there. Some other people in there. And then all of a sudden, I'm seeing Antonio Brown screaming at me. And I'm just going to pick Antonio Brown. That's and, not a uh, bad pick. He could be the best. Like the ninth. I don't think Antonio Brown in the ninth is ever a bad pick. Nah. Wait, is he even? He's younger than Julio Jones still, right? right let's go. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Isn't he? No, 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 I'm not so sure, but I, I agree. It's a good pick. So, all right. Um, looking at running backs, not a lot there. Um, yeah, it went Antonio Brown, Pollard, Tannehill, Devonte Parker, and then Gus Edwards. Now it's back to Matt. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm trying to find some, I'm seeing Alexander Madison, which is intriguing. James white, maybe. Um, but I don't really expect him to get a lot in, New England this year. Marlon Mack, you already got Taylor, don't you? And something happens. Marlon Mack might be the guy. You're not a handcuffer, though. I'm not a handcuffer. I'd rather take Alexander Madison and handcuff uh, the cook owner. Yeah, it's a good idea. That's what I did in the 10th. Maybe a little early, but running backs really fizzle out this year so far. Mm -hmm. Then it went Irv Smith, Tariq Cohen, Hunter Henry, Matthew Stafford, Robert Frankowski, LaVisca Chanel, Michael Gallup, and Jamal Williams of the newly Detroit Lions. So I'm sitting here 
looking at, I got my quarterback, got my tight end. It's a 10th round out of 15 rounds. So it's too soon for my kicker or defense. So I'm just straight up running back and wide receiver. I'll probably just split right down the middle with these guys. Um, still a lot of wide receivers that I'm kind of interested in. I'm going to go back to back rookies here and hope that one of them turns out, Matt. Um, it's going to be Michael Carter running back of the New York Jets. Do you really think he's going to unseat the Michael P. Ryan? I don't. And Tevin Coleman. I think there's a lot. I mean, maybe. God, I hope so. We're talking about the 10th round here. I mean, taking flyers on running backs because there's no sure things. Michael Carter was a fourth round pick. So was the Michael P. Ryan Mm -hmm. last year. Yeah. Then I'm going to also take Jalen Waddle. Oh, Waddle. Oh, betting against Will Fuller, I see. I think Waddle, I mean, God, that's some capital they put into Jalen Waddle, and he is really, really good. But then after Waddle went, uh, Devontae Smith, his Alabama teammate, the rookie, Phil Lindsay, Trey Sermon, who I was back and forth between Michael Carter and Trey Sermon. I went with Carter. Henderson, Williams, being Mike Williams, Matt Ryan, Tyler Higby, Evan Ingram, and now it's Matt's turn in the 11th out of 15. Yeah, I think uh, I could add pretty much any piece right now and be happy. So, looking depth, I, I see Michael Pittman, um, and that's exciting me. You still excited about Michael Pittman in Indy this year with Carson Wentz? I Wentz? am. I love the talent. I am. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing anybody else. I'm running. I mean, out Henry of time Ruggs. Too. Henry Ruggs is a number one wide receiver, and he's still on the board in Las Vegas. He's the number one guy there. I mean, Darren Waller probably is, but wide receiver wise, Henry Ruggs. Is a good okay. pick here, I think. I'm gonna pick Pittman just because I don't want to pick exactly who you just. Uh... Oh, but it's back to you if you want them. <laughs> Two yeah, second had, year guys, Pittman and Rugs. I had somebody else on my mind, and I don't even recall. Who Cole it was. motherfucking Beasley. Cole Beasley's still out there. I did see him. I I love the man, but I don't know if I can depend on fantasy. What is he like? A wide receiver, three forty. You plug him in in a week that you need some support. I am just. Gonna go ahead and make a safe pick here and pick Justin Tucker. We're in the twelfth round. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 looking way down the draft board at guys that I like versus the guys that are at the top of it, and it's like, why not get me the best kicker on the board, and I'll worry about finding my draft studs or my depth studs later. Well, you had a great idea. Twelfth um, round out of fifteen, you took Tucker. That's what I'm gonna do here at the turn. Uh, it went Rugs, McKissick, Marvin Jones, Slayton, Crowder, Mooney. T.Y. Hilton, and then Blake Jarwin. As good as he Blake Jarwin's name up there. So I've got my 12th round and 13th round pick back-to-back. I'm going to go kicker and then defense here because I am confident on my 14th and 15th pick, my last two picks that are back-to-back next time through, I'll, I can find flyers that I really, really like that'll still be there. So I can still get the elite mm. of the elite right here. You took Justin Tucker. That's probably the answer. But I'm going to go with Young, Young <laughs> no, I, I I love that. What my dream draft scenario is: uh, wait till somebody picks Tucker, and I'm like right after him, and I just <laughs> yeah. I just snatch up coup. Yeah, um, I I'm showing that the Washington football team's got the best defense. Uh, I'm gonna ignore that shit and go with the Tennessee Titans because <laughs> that's just how that's gonna go. Well, if you let Washington fall to me, he'll be snatched up as an easy 13th round pick. You can you can take him. Yeah. James White, Marlon Mack, Jalen Rager, Nelson Aguilar, Tevin Coleman, Cole Beasley, 
Sterling Shepard and Christian Kirk then to Matt, who's going to gobble them on up the Washington football team. Cole Komet. Wow, Cole Komet goes before Zach Ertz. Well, yeah, why wouldn't he? Then Butka, Will Lutz, and now back to Maffer's 14th, second to last pick. Ooh, um, somebody on the board that I kind of want to snag is Michael P. Ryan. We were just talking about him. I think he'd still be the guy in New York, especially if Michael Carter has a slow uh, adjustment to the NFL, can't pass pro, can't do this. Uh, I did mention they also have Tevin Coleman there, but what is that guy, like 38 or something? I don't know. He's old. Yo, he's too old. Carry on Johnson on Philly. I don't think he holds much value. Uh, Love Bell. Is he ever going to find a team? He's out there. Like some of these guys are just interesting snags at the end of the draft. Yeah. If you want to hold on to them, see what happens. But nobody's actually drafting this early. So I'm going to go ahead and pick LaMichael P. Ryan and bet against Danny here. Oh, man. Bummer. Then it went. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight straight kickers in the between between Matt and myself. And that, Matt, is why you do the strategy you and I went to. This picture, if we could freeze frame this, it's exactly perfect. You and I went kicker defense just one round earlier than you generally would. And then you get the best of the best and still get the guys you're going to reach on anyway. Yeah, and I well, something to emphasize here is obviously we don't have our specific flyers in mind, but... No, getting closer to draft season, you should you should find those depth flyer rookies, whoever you know is going to be there in the draft that you just love this year as a as a wild card and a lottery ticket, and have those in the back of your mind, and then you feel more comfortable picking your kicker defense early and having those guys available late. Danny, sorry, go ahead and make your pick. No, you're good. I uh, I already saw a preview of the article that Matt wrote, a really awesome ri- article of risers and fallers, and this guy. Mr. Josh Reynolds was on there, so I'm believing in Matt here by taking Josh Reynolds at the very, very end of my drafts. Matt, what do you like about Josh Reynolds? I think uh, he is the wide receiver, too, in Tennessee this year, aside A.J. Brown. he's a He has experience in the slot, so they drafted Des Fitzpatrick, but he's a very different wide receiver who's big, physical, can go up for balls in the red zone. Um but not the best route runner. I think Josh Reynolds is the wide receiver too. He's going to get the targets, the volume, and he's going to be available at the end of your draft. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned Le'Veon Bell earlier. My last pick in the draft, I'll take Le'Veon Bell. I'll see where that takes me, what team he's going to land on. Um, he's still young and he's, he can do it. Then a string of defenses all went, but Matt and I don't have to worry about that because we got the two best ones. Matt's still going to go up the flyer he was aiming for the whole time. Yeah, and uh, this this just goes to show you everybody's just snagging the next defense off the board. This is why you have to have just a flyer ready and pick your defenses and kickers a little bit early. Last round, I can drop this guy and pick somebody off, up off the waiver wire. There's only two picks after me. I'm going to pick somebody who has a lot of upside, and if he comes out of this whole situation smelling like roses, he could really bolster my team. Um, I don't anticipate it happening, but I'll just drop him then. I'm picking Deshaun Watson with the third to last pick. That's really draft. good. That's really good. I actually really like that because um, you could have a league winner right there in Watson. It's a gamble, but is it yeah. not? It's not a gamble there. So um, yeah, and I mean nobody likes accusations. I'm I'm saying if, if everything just blows over and he gets vindicated off everything, but 
likely not going to happen, but I'm not wasting anything there. It's the third to last pick in the draft, and only two defenses got picked after me. Every other player that I would have picked is still out there right now. I'm not missing out on anything. I mean, in, even if he gets like a four uh, game suspension or something like that, whatever, you can deal with that because you've got Joe Burrow, so it's fine. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's our 12 team mock draft. Uh, Matt, looking at this board, anything that stands like just doing this mock draft now, things have changed on this site. Uh, sleepers, what we ran this through, things have changed for what I think is the better. There's players that were buried on the ADP of this. I guess people are doing mock drafts now because they are getting to where we thought they would be in the uh, in the draft order here. Yeah, um, I really like sleeper for these mock drafts. I've never used them before this year. Uh, our only complaint was their their rankings and their API were a little bit behind. Sorry, API, AI, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It, a lot of players weren't valued correctly, and it looks like they have figured it out right now. Um, pretty yeah. accurately so yeah. uh not a sponsor but a great interface uh for those of you who went and get some mock drafts done early on yeah and um looking at this because now i'm feeling better about where these players are going for this automated system just looking at this draft board some things to note matt got miles gaskin in the fifth round and i think matt you already touched on that that's that's a that's a winner right there. The one thing I think that they're still behind on is that uh, Mike Davis went after Miles Gaskin. Yeah, six, and round. I mean, I'm the one who picked Miles Gaskin, so I understand why. Um, I like them both a lot. You'll see that in my risers followers article on our website. Um, but I actually think I have Davis a little bit above him in that article, and now I'm teetering. I don't know. I still think Atlanta's offense is just more sure. But Miami could be surprising this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to count them out. I've heard a lot of rumors about Atlanta adding. They're going to add somebody else behind Mike Davis. They're not going to enter the year with Mike Davis being basically the only guy on their roster. But still, they're not going to add. I mean, I still think they're going to add Le'Veon Bell. But that's just me being a pessimist because I love Mike Davis and that would ruin my day. There's a lot of things that have ruined my day in this offseason with players going places like James Conner ruining Chase Edmonds. Ugh. I mean, any anybody who's getting anything over league minimum who goes to Atlanta is going to be concerning for Mike Davis's fantasy outlook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't see it happening any other way. Um, but I don't see anyone going to Miami. I think that's going to be the Miles Gaskin show. They have Malcolm Brown there, and that was the piece they added to kind of shore up the running back core. But I just see him as being a occasional vulture, a fly um in your hair type running back i don't think he's gonna get meaningful carries in miami my opinion so what do you think about this matt i'm looking at where these players have fallen again curtis samuel in the eighth round that's super value to me that is what do you think about that i feel like everybody sleeps on curtis samuel every year all the time and he's always a solid wide receiver three in fantasy i think um and he might start off kind of slow i'd have to look at his game by game stats or whatever but it seems like every season eventually he comes into his own and he is a solid wide receiver three and most leagues we're playing in these days are three wide receiver leagues or at least have a flex so 
I, I like it there in the eighth. That's a starting spot. Uh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt wins in this draft in the middle of the fifth round. That's right around the same spot as Melvin Gordon, Miles Gaskin, Chase Edmonds. Is that just right for Kareem Hunt? Or is that too late for me? Because Kareem Hunt is really involved in that really good Cleveland Browns offense. I struggle picking an RB2 that early. I know he's he's not the same as Chubb and he's used in different ways and he catches a lot of balls and he still has huge games. It's tough. The the numbers don't lie, but I'm going to pick somebody like a a Miles Gaskin who I think just has workhorse lined up for him versus Kareem Hunt. But I'm going to have to rely on his health and his touches and his uh, his ability after the touch and the quality of their offense and all these other things rather than just workload. Um it's tough, like you said. It's hard. A couple more things I wanted to point out uh, from this draft. And this is going to be weird to say. If Atlanta does not add anyone behind uh, Mike Davis, I almost called him Miles Davis, by the way. <laughs> Consider me Miles Davis. Uh, he went an entire round after Josh Jacobs. That is the grossest thing I have ever heard. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I know that the Raiders added Kenyon Drake. Um, is this more of a surprise on my part that Josh Jacobs is now a fifth round draft pick or Miles Davis is that far behind him? Or I brought up the fact that they're around apart, but I don't know the moral of the story. Tell me what the moral of the story is. End the sentence that I started. Josh Jacobs in the fifth. Still an entire round ahead of of Miles Davis. Mike Davis. (laughs) Is Josh Jacobs going too late, even though Kenyon Drake's there? I I think he's going too late. Um, He's, I think he's too talented of a running back for, everybody knows my disdain for Kenyon Drake to really eat into meaningful carries. Um, Jalen Richard's still there, and they have Theo Riddick now. Both Both those guys will be taking third down snaps over Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake is there to back up Josh Jacobs. And if Jacobs gets hurt, maybe. But I I don't see Kenyon Drake eating into Josh Jacobs' workload. Um, so, yeah, I think Jacobs is a steal in the fifth. And I think Kenyon Drake is a stupid pick ever. So you, Okay, two, two things. <laughs> I did not know that Theo Riddick was a Raider until you just said that. That's wild. Yeah. Second thing, what's a st- <laughs> What's a stupider pick? <laughs> Kenyon Drake or James Connor? Oh, they went right next to each other. Yeah. Um, those, those two dumbasses who <laughs> at I, I will admit, like we said, we there was a break in running backs, and that kind of happened. I'm seeing like after Ronald Jones, maybe it's like Ronald Jones went and then yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if I like Ronald Jones this year. I, I, I was and, the one that picked him, and I don't even like it very much. Yeah, so yeah. I guess after Mike Davis, who else is there besides Fournette too? Um, they just signed uh, Gio Bernard. Oh yeah, and they have that Keyshawn Keish- Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn, yeah. They're they're loaded up there, so I I really think it's after like Mike Davis or James Robinson. Like that's where the the break happens, and that in in a twelve team draft and this mock was the sixth round. So 
grab your starters by the six, which is why I always in the first six rounds want three running backs and three wide receivers, unless there's extreme value at tight end or quarterback that you can't pass up. If I have three running backs before the end of the six, I'm happy. Um, getting back to your question, yeah, James Conner and Kenyon Drake are stupid picks, but they're they're corralled by picks like A.J. Dillon and Devin Singletary that just aren't aren't any higher upside, I think, than those guys. I don't know. I keep adding questions onto this as I was going to wrap it up, but now I've got two more questions. So Dalvin Cook went fifth overall here. Saquon Barkley went third. I'm, I, I'm, are we just are we just compared to the industry? Are we just low on Barkley? I, I mean, I was low on Barkley last year, and uh, I feel somewhat vindicated. <laughs> yeah, um, but I everything I always saw about him, film wise, and everything just didn't really point to him maintaining elite RB status. And I don't think that he's going to bounce back this year. So I won't be raking him in my top three, not my top four. I'll keep him around Chubb and Elliot uh, situation just because Chubb has the the old hunt thing in his back mind. And then Elliot has last year kind of lingering over him. So they're kind of in the same tier to me. But you 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 tell me you're going to take Barkley before McCaffrey, Henry or Cook or Kamara. I think you're crazy. I I think that the Kamara thing, I think you've got an argument there, but I don't think you have an argument to put Barkley had a cook right now, being mid-May when we're recording this. Last question, Matt. CD Lamb, close your eyes. Okay, are you closing? I'm looking at him, everyone. He is closing. He's looking away, too. Good man. Who would you rank higher at wide receiver, CD Lamb or Cortland Sutton in a half PPR? Who I would think, you take if they there if you had to pick whew, one of them? Who would you take? That's tough. Half PPR. I think I'm. Oh man, I think I'm going with CD Lamb just because they got Dak back. I expect that offense to bing back, and I think he has the talent to keep excelling in that offense. I love Cortland Sutton, but there's so many questions at quarterback there in Denver, and just their offense in general. I I think I take CD Lamb. Okay, they're, that, they're tight. That's good. Those are good. Those that's a good explanation. Uh, you can open your eyes. Okay, good. There you go. They are two full rounds apart. They were both taken by Team Four in this draft, but two rounds apart, twenty-four picks apart. I think that is wild. I think what that shows is I may like CD Lamb a hint more, but if I can get Cortland Sutton in the sixth versus CD Lamb in the fourth, yeah, yeah, I'm taking Cortland Sutton in the sixth. Hell yeah, I think Cortland Sutton is going to be a guy that I'm going to write about in the next mm-hmm. couple of months. You know what I mean? I think that I'm going to put him in some undervalued areas because he didn't play at all last year because he tore, tore his leg up preseason and last we year. We loved him preseason because, well, I mean, this offense going into the year, they they had so much promising things going on for them, and Cortland Sutton was going to be the biggest wide receiver of a bunch of rookies underneath him, and he was going to show them the way, and he's going to catch a ton of touchdowns, and he got hurt. And then those receivers didn't have his leadership. Drew Locke crumbled under the pressure and <laughs> it didn't happen. But now with Sutton back, maybe he's a missing cog, you know, it's mm-hmm. all going to happen. Yeah. I, I love Cortland Sutton this year. And when Teddy Bridgewater takes that job and throws it to him, I'll take it. That's it though. 12 team mock draft, the middle of May it's over um, a pop-up bonus 
draft. I'm into that, Matt. We should do more of these. Uh, oh, I love Scott. these. <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, the draft itself is always fun. Um, I know our listeners and us alike love mock drafts in the off season. It's one of the best ways to figure out your strategy. Um, but also just talking through what happened afterwards is something maybe you don't do when you do mock drafts on your own. But if you sit, if if you uh, go on an app like Sleeper and do one with two or three buddies, and afterwards you actually sit down and look at what happened. It helps a lot. You can see where the value is really at on that full draft board. Mm-hmm. I'm going to test drive a new outro um, to see, Matt, how you feel about it. Okay. Uh, go for it, Danny. Okay. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself.